because if you don't know, you need to get to know about Ling Hassel. I am forever speaking about Ling Hassel and she dropped a new tape yesterday and the whole tape's been on replay, I can't lie. But the lyrics in this track, I'm just gonna put it up so y'all can get in. Don't be afraid to ping people into the room. Let people know that the room is popping. We's about to get into it. But I just want you to listen to the lyrics. Where you started from. So you gotta keep going. And that's the point. If you stay there, you'll reach that point. You'll look up and be like, shit. It's closer to get to where I'm trying to get to this time and turn around. So you know, just stay at it. That's it. Been through worse times than they know. I'm shopping out in Harris, spending time with the bro. Now he's locked up. Now I'm dropping banners, doing shows. Put my socks up. So much lost time. Good morning, CC. She needs to make sure that her head and her heart, come on, is in alignment. And if God sends a sign, she's not blind. Why? Because she's heavy on alignment. Good morning. It is your girl, T. And we're here for another morning cup of tea. And I am up. I took a week off, although I was still on Clubhouse last week. And I have really been pouring into myself. And as a result of pouring into myself, I can't help but pour into other people. And that's the amazing thing about giving yourself time, about allowing yourself to be where you're supposed to be, right? Because we go through things. And yesterday was like a major milestone for me because my eldest nephew turned 15. Uh, yes, I know. That makes me sound like I'm old. <laughs> I know. But the thing is... The reason why it was a major milestone is because on that day that he was born, it was my final um, show at college. It was the final day that I was at college and I literally got the call to say my sister was in um, labor and we were actually pregnant at the same time. So we're like five weeks apart and I wanted to drop everything. I'd already got my marks Like my teacher was like, you're crazy. So y'all can imagine I was dancing and performing and doing everything at nine months, like fully pregnant. Um, teaching, training, everything. I didn't stop. And um, I was only like 18 at the time. And um, I've just given away my age, but it's all good. Um, yeah, so I wanted to run out of college and go and be by my sister. And they were like, no, 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 you can't go. You can't go because it will probably trigger off your labor. Well, I didn't really care. I wanted to be with my sister. But anyways, my family wouldn't let me go. My teachers, everyone was like, no, it could trigger your labor early. So thank God I didn't, because if I would have seen what you actually have to go through, I don't know how that baby would have got out. But my point is, it was my final day and just before we stepped out on stage to do our final show, they, I got the call to say that he's here and it was a boy. None of us knew what we were having. And I thought, yes, if she's having a boy, I'm definitely having a girl because we just thought we wasn't having the same. And by the grace of God, we did have the same and they are inseparable till today. Um, but 15, 
knowing that my oldest son is about to be 15 shortly, knowing that he has already made 15. And I stopped and I was just like, wow, I walked out of college 15 years ago, dreaming, like just dreaming. And uh, some of my dreams had already not been crushed, but I was slightly deflated because I had got pregnant in my last year of college. And that wasn't a part of my plan. And at the time that I was pregnant, I was playing this role called Mother Courage. Can y'all imagine? in a drama sketch and through playing that role that actually gave me the courage to go through and have the baby and be a mum and so God is always doing things in perfect alignment and that's why I love this song and I've got it on replay right now because she's really talking about your head and your heart being in alignment and what's crazy is a lot of the time when we're going through things our head and our hearts are not in alignment You know, we end up in a situation that can scare us. So our head is doing the most and trying to protect us. And our heart is like, okay, but you can handle this. Or other times we want to do something. Everything inside of us feels like, yes, this is for us. We're doing this, we're doing this. But our head hasn't figured out the method yet. So we're experiencing conflict. But the more that we push to be in alignment, so the more that we allow ourselves to be still, like in this week off, I just allowed myself to be still. I just allowed myself to figure out like, yo, we're six months into the year. And although I don't necessarily have like yearly goals and, um, you know, like five year plans and all of this stuff, to an extent, I do have things that I want to achieve, but I'm kind of loose in the timeline because sometimes we get caught up in hitting that as if there's nothing that's happening in the process, right? And so today's topic is really talking about the grass is not greener on the other side because we have to work on being in alignment all of the time. So when you're in alignment all of the time, every day is grace. Every day you are blinded by the grace that is on your life. You are blinded by God's grace. And I just think that sometimes we have to ask ourselves, what are we doing with that grace? And when I break down grace, I almost say it's like a time lapse. It's like the covering that is over you. And that covering that is over you, we can't see it all the time. We barely even understand it. We literally really don't comprehend it. But sometimes we've just got to remind ourselves that we truly have been granted grace. You know, if you understand thoughts and energy, when you think a thought, you have a 17 second time lapse before that thing builds momentum. So if you think something and it's really not what you want to think about or what you want and it's less than 17 seconds, let it go, cancel it. And let it know that it hasn't fully built up momentum in the universe to come through. But we've got to get quicker at catching ourselves in those 17 seconds. So I like to call that like the reset period. And sometimes we go on a tangent all day of thinking about what we don't want, what's not happening, what's not working out. And we don't allow ourselves to reset. But you've got 17 seconds, baby. You better use those 17 seconds and cancel down some of those things that you don't want. Because this is the thing we keep thinking if we get here, things are going to be better. If we have that, oh, it's going to feel amazing. Oh, if only I had these opportunities. But I just wanted to slide through and remind you that the opportunity of you waking up today in this brand new day in your fine ass, bomb ass, boom self, that is the only opportunity that you need to be great. And I want you to give yourself permission to be. 
I want you to maximize your 24 hours. And that doesn't mean that you go hard all day. No, but it just means that you remind yourself of the grace. You remind yourself of constantly working on aligning so that your heart and your mind are in the same place. So that you're allowing, you know, it's never your job to figure out how. That's not our business. We live in such an abundant, powerful, incredible universe that when we really start to understand the power of arc skin, we're no longer worried about the how because we recognize that it's gonna happen anyways. So we now just get ready for it to happen. But in order for, for us to be ready, we gotta start watering our grass. You know, like last year, I had a patch in the front of my yard, like where the boys play football. So it was just, you know, a mud pit. I keep referring to my garden lately. And I put down grass seeds and I was like, mm, we're gonna see how this is gonna work out. And when we put down the grass seeds, right? And then we watered them every day. We watered them every day, right? And then I saw a little sprinkle of green dots. I was like, yo, this is amazing. I was like, no, you know, I'm really kind of common. I was like, chat shit, no way. <laughs> And gradually, right, you started to see more and more grass. I was like, what? How did this mud pit till like people would come into my house and been like, what did you do? It was like miracle grass. I'm not even lying. If you would have seen how the mud pit went to being grass, people were like, what did you do? What did you do? And I love that because it really goes to show you that the grass is greener where you water it. Everybody else's gardens on my street have been lit for years. They had grass. They didn't go through it going through the mud like my yard did. Some of you are going through the mud right now. And because you're stuck or because you're in the mud, right, we often think that we're not going to get out of it. And when we're in the mud, we forget to do the watering. But I just wanted to come through today and tell y'all that wherever you are, if you're in the mud, great. That means that you've got seeds. That means scatter your seeds, pour water on them and let yourself come out, come through it. Don't get stuck there. Don't just stay there and don't like be stuck by thinking or comparing yourself to other people's season. You have no idea what they paid. You have no idea what they sacrificed. And I'm telling you, our real talk, I was speaking to my 5 a.m. club this morning and I was speaking to them about some of the testimonies that I was watching yesterday. And I'm telling you guys, people might look at those people's now and want their now, but you don't know what they've been through in their past. And others of us are holding ourselves accountable to our past, are holding ourselves accountable to the mud. And we're forgetting about the possibility of us and what can happen when we decide to water those seeds. It's not always comfortable watering those seeds. You know, when it was raining or it was muddy, it was just super hot. I don't want to be in the garden watering the seeds. But I'm so grateful that I did because now when I look back at my grass, I'm like, thank you. And it really didn't take a lot, but it just took some consistency. It just took some discipline. It just took some belief. There is some things that are in you guys right now. And the only thing that's stopping you from getting them, the only thing that's stopping them from coming to fruition, the only thing that's stopping them from manifesting is your belief. And your belief is shaky. 
and you believe when you feel good and you check out when you don't feel good. And I'm just sliding through in the middle of June to tell y'all that we don't have that option anymore. You've got to believe when you feel good. You've got to believe when you don't feel good. You've got to believe when everything is crumbling. You've got to believe when you're in the mud. You've got to keep believing because the more momentum that you put behind your belief is the more that it's going to come to manifestation, is the more that it's going to come through. And the minute that you start believing, I am telling y'all, you will get signs out of nowhere. Whether that's a conversation, whether that is a, just an opportunity that appears to come out of nowhere, that is really how the universe wants to have our back. But we've got to get out of the way. Sometimes because we're trying to control the outcome so bad and because we're looking at how green their grass is and how it's working out for everybody else, we are missing all of the signs that are showing you that it is working out for you that it is happening for you, that this is your season, this is your time, this is your season, this is your time. Build an anthem that could, you could wake up every day and believe in, regardless to what's happening. I want you to get up every day and start saying to you, this is your season, this is your time, period. Because this is, the, this is what we're in. And you know, I was listening to something this morning and the guy said, I'm gonna need y'all to shout all year, we out here. <laughs> and I loved it because what he was saying is, we're in too deep now. And when you're in the deep, you can't always find your footing. When you're in the deep, one minute you're good, the next minute you're not. One minute you're up, the next minute you're down. And you feel like, yo, I'm going flipping crazy. But that's good. That means that you're doing something different. That means that you're prepared to be uncomfortable. That means that you're getting ready to grow. And I'm just reminding y'all, you gotta keep watering those seeds because those seeds are going to turn into something. But the belief is key. And I just want us to have an open conversation about how we can more believe in ourselves how we can be more intentional with ourselves. And I know that people are scared to believe in themselves because they feel like it's selfish. But I also wanna say, the more that you believe in you is the more that you have to give to everybody else. I am telling y'all, some of us wanna save our whole community. Some of us wanna save our whole block, our whole family, shift and change everyone and everything else. But we're sitting and sleeping and waking up every single day on doubt. It's not your portion. I don't care how many no's you're getting. I don't care how much things feel like they're not working out. I don't care how many times you feel like you want to quit. Quit at what? If it's in you and it's not letting you sleep, if it's in you and you can't figure out the method yet, but your heart is telling you this is what you've got to do, I am just sliding through to tell you, do it. Do it. Start at yourself, start writing it out, then start doing it. Even if it means you're writing out everything on a piece of paper, do that. Some of the things that I'm stepping into now, I wrote them down years ago. I wrote them down years ago, but then I would tell myself, I don't have the time, I don't have the resources, I don't have the money or whatever rubbish I made up. But the minute that I just keep doing something one day at a time, one step at a time, micro wind when you look back you're just like whoa I've slayed some shit and this is what I want to encourage you guys to do take today for today 
sometimes because we think the grass is greener we're holding ourselves accountable to these massive goals these big plans these massive accomplishments and I'm not saying you can't get there but I'm saying today is a great day to do something great so what are you willing to do today what steps are you taking today? What are you putting in action today? And for some of you, that could be simply getting out of bed and washing yourself, real talk. Because when you're in the mud, we're in the mud. For others of you, it could be arranging that room that's been so cluttered, that's a win. For others of you, you've secluded yourself for far too long now because nobody understands you and you've been on this path that nobody else has been on. So now you look around and you ain't got no friends. So today, a win for you might be reaching out to a friend and saying, hey, how are you? What's good? For others of you, you ain't been handling your finances and you need to move. You want to build bigger. You want to attract more money. You can't attract more money if you're not happy with what you've got now to handle those finances. For others of you, you've been bitter for far too long and there's some people and some things that you've got to forgive. Start today, write forgiveness letters. You don't even need to have a conversation with them, but just get it off of your chest and out of your energy onto paper and burn it. There is steps that we could all do. Some of you have been speaking doubt into yourself for too long. So today, a win for you might be to write down 10 affirmations that you write them all over your house. Go crazy. Put them on the mirror. Put them on sticky notes. Put them on your car. So anywhere you go, you are reminded of who you really are. There is little things that we can do every single day to win. And a winning spirit can be built up. A winning spirit can come out of you. A winning spirit is you deciding that you know what I'm a feeling to count myself in. And as I was coming into this room, I wrote down something. I went through my phone because I always find stuff in my phone because when I'm in the mud or when it's great or whatever, the phone is the closest thing to you. So you just write stuff down. And I was thinking of something to share and it made me laugh because at the end of this note, I wrote, there is so much praise in being strong, but so much power and purpose in being vulnerable. And really since COVID, I've really started to recognize, I really don't like the idea of having to be a strong woman because there's so much emphasis on be strong, be strong, be strong, be strong, be strong, that is breaking us. It's killing us who we are at our core. And not just as women, but the actual divine feminine that is in women and men, the actual ability to feel, the actual ability to create, the actual ability to be able to know, like we know, like we know, like nobody needs to tell us that we just know is being killed off because we are raising a generation where we are encouraging people to be strong. And I'm just telling y'all, there is strength in being strong, but let me tell y'all, there is power and purpose in being vulnerable. And one thing that I really feel that we've got to get better at doing is taking off the armor, taking off the cloak, because we can't plant seeds and water them if we don't know what needs nurturing. We can't plant seeds and water them if we can't be honest with ourselves. 
We can't uproot the weeds if we can't say like, yo, that hurt. That is disrespectful to me. I don't like it. And I no longer want to partake in it. So I'm going to pull out those weeds and I'm going to sit with myself and ask myself, why does this hurt? Why does this offend me? Why is this causing me conflict? Why do I pretend to be good and lit on social media and I'm coming home and crying myself to sleep? I'm not even happy to sit with myself. If we don't get honest in having this level of conversation, we are destroying all that we are. I am never afraid to be vulnerable publicly or um, just to myself. Because sometimes when we put ourselves out publicly, because we show up on Facebook or we show up on Instagram or we do things in the community or we build a business, oh, she's strong. Yeah, I'm strong, but guess what? I feel too. And when you put yourselves on these platforms, yes, it takes courage. I don't know if it takes strength, but it takes courage. And when you put yourself, you also open yourself up to all of this other stuff that I get. Oh, you think you're better than people. You think this, you think that, you think whatever. If I could show y'all my inbox on a daily basis, it's crazy. And that's why you've got to be able to be honest with you. Because when I go into places and I hear people stuck and I hear people just not able to move and I hear people not believing in themselves and I hear people not willing to dream anymore and I hear people not willing to plant seeds anymore. Yes, if it means that I will show up and I will be vulnerable, I'm going to do it. If it means that I will sit with myself and ask myself deep questions so I can connect to myself deeper, I'm going to do it. Because that's the thing about when you really work on self, when you work on self and you recognize how connected you are, you recognize the responsibility that you have. But for a long time, and even sometimes, I'm so scared to love myself because of the exterior, because of sometimes of the circumstances that I put myself in. I don't like them. So I'd rather beat myself up than accept them. I don't even like looking in the mirror sometimes. And so when I catch myself in these places or I catch myself in these feelings or I catch myself in these momentums of just going on a chain of rubbish, I'm like, catch it, girl. And every so often I'll go on a run of writing myself like love letters just every day, every day, because I'm like, look, you want people to love you essentially. We all want to be loved. But are you willing to love yourself, like really love yourself? Are you willing to accept your flaws? Like honestly accept them, not beat yourself up about them, but accept them, embrace them, turn them into gold. And so for me personally, for me to get to that place where I truly believe in myself and I truly love myself and I know that I am worthy and I am valuable and I am a God's child. And therefore, like what he's put in me, he needs me to do something with it. I every so often write myself love letters and here's one that I found it's like art attack here's one that I did earlier <laughs> and it says I wrote this in September last year and it says yes boo I've changed I'm not working this hard to stay the same and I put ha 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 it gets like that sometimes it says dear T you're becoming more 
than I could have ever possibly imagined you to be. I see you, girl. I see you still have your crazy, but I just wanted to acknowledge how much you're blooming and blossoming lately. I see you still have your vibe. I see you do the thing, even if you don't have a tribe. I see you still love to wake up and dance and put energy into creating your own lifestyle. Get it, boo. But baby girl, I've seen you boss up. I've witnessed watching you build. I've witnessed you push through some things that previously you would have chilled. But babes, you're going from strength to strength to strength, from love to love, from pressure to pressure, you're showing up, pushing through. And oh, babes, I'm here like, girl, come through. I'm rooting for you. I'm screaming for you. I'm clapping for you. Look at you glow. Look at you at peace. Look at you in flow. I'm literally rooting for you. I'm praying that doors keep opening for you. I'm praying you have the confidence to walk through with your heads held high when they do. I just pray you see you how God sees you. I pray you get that body that you dream of, that husband you've been aligning with, that house that provides for you and your family and your community of women, that studio that you've been manifesting, that school that saves lives, that bank account that matches your desires, that platform that allows you to limitlessly teach those good looks, that good body girl, that wake out of bed, I've got this vibe, that amazing team and that faithful go hard for greatness tribe. Girl, I just pray you never stop creating life, sharing opportunities, being bold, shining bright, and never giving up on building, on giving, and on loving life. Babes, your heart is everything. Give, trust, love, cry, pray, and baby girl, believe. Go hard, align, and always hustle if it makes sense. But above all, don't give up. I love you so much and I'm learning to love you more. I'm learning to believe in you more. I'm loving and learning to trust you more. And I'm loving the front seat row in watching you and witnessing you soar. Until the wheels fall off, baby girl, it's all energy in. And I love you so much. Love always, T. And at the end, I've signed. There is so much praise in being strong, but there's so much power and purpose in being vulnerable. And I just want to encourage you guys that wherever you're at today, today is a good day to love on yourself. Today is a good day to sit down and take a checkpoint of how you're watering your own grass, of how you're nurturing your own seeds, of the conversation that you are actually really having with yourself. I was in a different place in September last year. My energy of believing in myself, trusting myself, just knowing, like actually knowing that God has a portion for everybody. And I just want mine. But also by recognizing that my portion is going to be a part of everybody else's, it was go time for me. And life happens. Things happen and we can fall on and off, on and off. But you see, scripture says that a righteous man falls down seven times. And some of us are scared to fall down and get back up and fall down and get back up because we think that that's weak. Maybe that's the strong that we need to hold ourselves accountable to be in. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, wherever this meets you this morning, I want to encourage y'all to water your own grass nurture your seeds be vulnerable with you and if you need to sit down and write yourself a love letter do it 
I'm telling y'all, there's loads in my phone. I've created products, books, stuff out of the letters that I wrote to myself. They weren't for nobody else. They weren't supposed to be released. They weren't supposed to get out, but they are. All of my mirrors on my website where um, I wrote, I did a product where it's mirrors. So you can look into the mirror and say the words. Those were my personal love letters to me. And I read them back one day and I was like, yo, young girls need this. I wish somebody would have given this to me when I was young. I know grown adult women, we don't love ourselves. Men, we don't love ourselves. And we need to be able to look in the mirror, look into ourselves and say, yo, I've got you. It gets like that sometimes. We're looking around and ain't nobody else got us. Ain't nobody else can pull us through what we're going through. People can't even comprehend it or understand it. But we got to be willing to water the seeds in our own grass and push through what we're going through. I'm going to play out some of the track. If you want to come to the stage and say anything, I would appreciate it. If you've got anything to say, whether you just needed to hear this, whether you want to offer something to the room, then come up, come through while I play the track. I'll see if any of y'all come up. My love, unconditional, my loyalty strong. And even if we off, no, my loyalty on. P-I-O, put your name in a song. I know you see my soul, so don't play with it wrong. K-K, that's my left hand, no, she'll die for me. And if I died right now, no, she'll cry for me. But she knows how I'm gonna go, I've told her how. She don't get upset, cause we older now. The niggas, they be hating, patient, waiting for me to fall off like I'm basic. Even if I dip for a couple years, I crafted my spot, it will always be She says, God paved her way. He already paid for her seat. She's great because she's me. You lot are already great because you're you. I just like, honestly, I pray that we just keep pumping that into our heads. Yo, Cece, what's good? Grand Rising. Grand Rising, how are thou? I am very, very, very good. it's so funny because we had a great discussion last week in my um, parenting room. And I was like, well, what can I talk about this week? And from last week, um, talking about the roles of parents came to me. And this morning, you have just touched on so much of what has been in my heart to say. Um, just about loving ourselves and, you know, like, like, like what we've actually got to do for ourselves. And I think sometimes, especially in being a parent, we forget about ourselves. Yes. A lot of comes about our children. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a really, really, really good conversation. Just what I needed to kickstart my Tuesday. So thank you very much for that. And anybody that's available this evening to join me, we will, we will be talking the roles of the parent. Um, on Clubhouse at 6 p.m., I love it. Yes. And there you go. Alignment. Just a reminder for y'all to talk about it today. So CT will be back this evening at 6 p.m. If you're in Slough, I'm back outside today. We are going to the park and we will jam and keep fit in the park at seven o'clock. So after her room, we will be outside keeping fit and lit and just dancing and having fun. 
Um, and I'm just going to leave you guys with one page out of my Affirmations of the Queen book. And it's something that I'm having to reaffirm to myself right now. And it is, I am a queen. I am a queen and I say it with chest as I choose daily to be my best. Back in 2015, I changed my mental, emotional and physical residence to Abundance Lane, where I choose to reside at Queensham Heights. Although it was actually an imaginary address, I would actually use this address on all of my emails and professional business letters. Yeah, I made up my address in my mind, but please believe me when I say I resided there every single day of my life, and I still do. On my journey of self-love and self-rediscovery, I realize more and more and more simply how much your state of mind truly contributes to the quality of your life. We often hold ourselves accountable to being so much less than we truly are. We allow our current circumstances to dictate our future and we allow our past to determine who we are now. Yet, the deeper I went on my journey, I started to realize that my past only has an impact on my present if I allow it to. My future is completely blank and I truly am abundant in the gift of now. Just because I can't see it now, it doesn't mean it's not happening. I began to recognize that I have power. I have power as a person, a whole being, a human being having a spiritual experience. Therefore, co-creating my life on so many different dimensions at the same time. Yet what fascinated me the most was my feminine power, the infinite power that I have as a woman the ability to attract and create, the ability to handle way more than I could ever imagine, the resilience to push through, the courage to step into the unknown, the desire to create impact and have influence, the passion to help others, the love to forgive, the wisdom to teach and share, the strength to build, the gift to see way beyond current realities, the ability to tap into, I'm um, sorry, I'm just going to mute you, Beth. The ability to tap into trust and the unknown were all ingredients that truly made me whole, a whole queen. The infinite power and understanding to know nothing exists outside of me. Confidence, wisdom, knowledge, compassion. Honesty and integrity were some of the traits that I discovered in me that truly allowed me to believe that I am a queen. Being a queen is not just an affirmation or a figure of speech. Being a queen is a lifestyle of power, strength, tenacity, honesty, and legacy. How are you tapping in to being a queen? How are you building your legacy? And they're questions that I would just offer everybody in this room for you to ask yourself today. How are you tapping into being your best? How are you tapping into building legacy? Because legacy isn't just about what we have and what we can pass down and what our children or family or whoever can step into but maybe legacy is about who you are. How are you showing up every day and impacting people's lives that that legacy will live on? 
How are you being every single moment that you have a conversation or an interaction with somebody that they're now walking away feeling better than they did before? How is your legacy having an impact that will live on through generations past today? But it starts with recognizing who you are today and what you're willing to do with what's in you today. Miss Bev, you came to the stage. What's up, Grand Rising? You'll have to. Oh. Grand Rising Queen, um, I don't have too much to say, but I just wanted to thank you so much for this little um, input this morning. Well, actually, quite a lot since five o'clock this morning. Um, and, you know, just the information about, you know, watering, watering your garden, you know, planting them seeds. And a lot of the time, I don't want to acknowledge you know because i get these feelings in my gut i have no idea what's going to happen from day to day but you know since being on the level up and the mindset group i get this burning in my stomach and i'm like oh shit there it is again there it flipping is again and i can't ignore it so i have to move i have to move because it's like bad indigestion boy so yeah i'm just following my gut following holy spirit and just kind of keeping it moving and just seeing what happens love it and we have to, do you know what? At the end of the day, that really is our gift. And that's really what we've got. I think the crazy thing is too often we don't do that. Too often we're scared of, of you know, what people might think or are oh, going against the norm or what if it doesn't work out or rata, 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 whatever they are. But the more that we get into like, yo, I've got this gut feeling. Let me just listen to it. Let me just take it. The more that we start doing that, listen to me, everybody. Everything starts to shift because that is your superpower. That is what I believe to be God in you. That is discernment. That is the Holy Spirit. That is your intuition. Whatever labels people want to put on it or call it or whatever it is, that is you so powerfully connected that you don't have to wait until somebody says go. You don't have to wait until you get that qualification or that money. No, you just move from that gut feeling and something incredible will meet you there. And sometimes we do learn through pain too, but let's go. Let's grow. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Sometimes it doesn't feel good. You can't just say to yourself, I'm only going to accept or listen to that feeling when it feels good i'm also taking it when it feels really uncomfortable as well because i believe at the other side of that my great is my greatest good is my greater good yes yes i'm here for it take those steps baby girl grand rising miss tina how art thou you love calling me that in this grand rising um, mum. how are you i even saw dad I'm pop great. in today I'm great and fortunate. Yeah, I saw your dad on earlier. He, he must have went. But anyway, it just came out of what Bev said, like that when she said following the Holy Spirit. And also, Tanya, when I hear you speaking, sometimes I think, oh, my God, I didn't do a great job at teaching self-love. But everything, like I say all the time, it's, you know, life is always evolving. Mm -hmm. And sometimes all I can say to any parent is like, you know, it never gives us a manual, as Claudine constantly teaches us. CC constant, constantly teaches us in her room, there ain't a manual on how to parent. It's just something that we have to go with our intuition or, yeah, I'm going to try this or I'm going to try that. But I think it's about being honest with yourself as well, because a lot of the time I didn't have a damn clue. So when it came to, when it came to visualisation, you know, like 
sometimes just for me to get my peace, I'm saying, right, pretend that you lot have got your own business and da, 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 da. And when I think about it, it was great because I see the games that you guys played, you know, in your imagination then. You're actually living them now. So Claudine wow. always wanted to hang out. Claudine always wanted to hang out with the children and, you know, and you would take your children to her <laughs> to look after while you went and ran your three businesses. And, you know, the children were saying, someone come to my house, I'm lonely. <laughs> so it's just amazing, like, in that imagination, the games that you played out, you know, what they've become into fruition. So so sometimes when people are saying, oh, you don't know how to visualise or how do you do that, I think it's just going back to that childlike stage and hanging out with your imagination, hanging out with, yeah. And it, as a mother, you know, if you can do that, or a father, if you can do that with your children, I love to tap into my, yesterday I had my grandson, and wow, we tapped into his imagination and he tapped into mine and we just had some fun. And I but love that. Part, sorry, the parts of Tanya were really inspired when she said following Holy Spirit. I realised that, because I didn't really know what that, what that meant. You know, growing up, I didn't really know what Holy Spirit meant, yeah? But I knew when the Spirit held me. Because <laughs> when something got hold of my spirit and said, you've got to do that, yeah, ma'am, I just went with it. So when the Spirit held me to say, look, a lot of children, you know, getting into activities on the road, I've got to create something for them. The Spirit held me and said, look, you know, and there's a song that said, the Spirit in me is moving just like a magnet. People who's old like me will remember it. It says, it's moving here and it's moving there. It's moving all over the atmosphere. It's moving, it's moving. And that's what happened. When the spirit got into me, it was like a magnet. It just drew me to it. It's like, I've got to go there and do that. I've got to go there and do that. I got... That's what, to me, when the spirit holds you, that's the Holy Spirit. Yes, I love that song. I know that song. Me too, Claudine. I know that song. I really sing it. I must be really old then. <laughs> I know that song, but you know what? I, and I love that point that you raised, the first point that you raised, that, you know, when you hear me speak, you think, oh, well, I might not have done a good job. Let me tell you, you and dad did a great job at raising me. And I think this is important to say because this is the thing. Self-love is personal. So you could pump into me, oh, you're beautiful, you're great or whatever. But if I don't believe that, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. And so my own journey of self-love has been important because it's not about loving what I see on the outside. Do you understand? It's as much as it is, but it's about me loving myself from inside out. And that is the personal journey that I think we all have to take. Just like whatever you believe in, whether it's God, the universe, Allah, whatever, that's a personal experience. And people are trying to make these things so cliche and like lace them in religion and all of this stuff. And I personally believe it's a personal journey. It's a personal experience with you and what you believe in. And yes, people can give you kind of like you know, like almost like a container to to help you facilitate that in. But essentially, it's your personal experience. And it's the exact same with self-love. You guys taught me to believe in myself. You guys taught me to go out there and do what I need to do. You know, don't 
don't I, I, like don't compare myself don't you know like just have a good sense of self-worth you guys gave me a great sense of self-worth and an amazing sense of self-value and between those two things between my self-worth and my self-value I've had to find self-love for myself because I've always known that I'm loved. I will say this all of the time. I have known that I am loved, but to love myself, that's been a different journey, a very, very different journey. And I think that sometimes we don't all take that journey. And so we don't recognize how much we're expecting or wanting things to validate us or wanting things to love us or wanting, you know, just to be seen or be successful or get this or get that, thinking that it's going to heal something inside of us when actually we could have just came to peace and joy with ourselves and then everything comes but we do it in reverse sometimes. And that's why you'll meet people who have all of everything materialistic and they're, you know, they're sad. They're not okay because they didn't do, they, no one taught them about self. Nobody taught them about being on a personal and intimate journey with yourself and life and other people. It's personal. But yes, I love that point as in tapping into your imagination and visualizing like, yeah, just have fun, guys. Like just wake up in the morning and, and visualize the day. If you're going to an interview, visualize the interview. If you've got a difficult scenario, visualize it going the way that you want to go because our brains are so powerful. They don't know the difference between what we're actually experiencing and what we want to experience. And so eventually, when you keep putting... Anya, yeah? Sorry, the other thing is that although you say it, you know, um, and I say to you every time that I hear you say that, I think, wow, I didn't do that. You know, like, it's also really important to point out the evolving of time and the different things. Because like you said, the opportunity of lockdown like something that the world's never experienced, but it's brought so much opportunity and it's brought so much purpose. It's made like creation come out of something that we could have just sat there and said, oh, there's nothing we can do. We've got to just sit down away, and watch TV. Or So we had to make choices of what can I do when all whatever, a, a, an illusion of odds is against us. Yeah. And I, I, I think that going to the church that I did and seeing like, you know, black people had to sit at the back. Remember, because when our parents came, there wasn't a, a UK that accepted them in that way. They had to kind of evolve into what we're seeing now. So in that church where it didn't, it, to me as a young little girl, it didn't reflect the words that was coming off of the sermon. So for me, that was not a holy place. That was not an equal place. That was not the, the teachings that are coming down. Do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. I, guess in, I guess in terms of, I didn't conform to that bullshit because for me, it was like, how could a God that is supposedly equal be allowing that you got to sit at the back and when you serve tea as black people, we're not drinking it, but when we serve tea, we serve our white people first and the black people in the church had to be served later. So witnessing those things, you know, going to a, a school that didn't really accept us equally to educate us and you're just seeing the subliminal stuff of people. 
then I had to make a choice of what kind of world do I want to see and I have to be a part of building the world that I want to see. Yeah. And I unconsciously made that choice because I could have just sat down and blamed and said, oh, that's the way it's never going to change. But I wanted to be a part of creating the change. And that's what so we've I, all yeah. got to do. Yeah. We all have your part. And that's the thing. That's the beautiful thing about conflict. Like, there's beauty in conflict. There's beauty in contrast because there's more than likely something in there that you've got to learn and turn it into something. But if we get stuck, then we think, oh God, this everything is happening to me and it takes away our power. When you flip that question and you say, why am I creating this? Now you create something else that works for you. And so it's just about making those little switches and changes in your life and um, continuing to do that, you know? And it's the same way a lot of the movements that I've chosen to birth have come because I didn't like something. I didn't like it. I don't like the way that things were being taught or the way that people were feeling or, you know, the fact that we feel like we can't help ourselves. Like, what? Come on, let's do something. And none of it's been comfortable. None of it's been easy. You know, there's no plan. And especially when I started, I didn't have like the finances to have the biggest coach to teach me to build this business or build that or build that. So I just winged it. Still am winging it, you know? And along the way, you just learn different things. You get connected to different people and you, you keep going. But again, that's why I'm saying our belief is everything. Because if you believe you can do it, you will. If you believe that you can't, you won't. And so we've got to continue to put ourselves around people and rooms and places and spaces where the conversations are going in the direction that is helping us to grow, that is helping us to be empowered and educated and learn. And for me personally, I was young and around a lot of things where I felt people were talking and it irritated me. It annoyed me. I Yeah, we could talk about this and that all day, every day. So I'm like, let's do something. So I wanted to be a part of the people that's out here doing something. And, you know, that's what drives and motivates me. So whatever drives and motivates you, and I'm telling you, a lot of the time, it comes from conflict. <laughs> it comes from what you don't like. It comes from being uncomfortable. Like Bev said, you get this uncomfortable feeling and then you're like, oh, shit, i got to do something. <laughs> and then you do it. And over time, you become more confident. You're not confident in the beginning. I'm telling you, you're not confident in the beginning. And then over time, you become more and more confident. And your stuff changes. I could come on here now and chat for an hour straight to myself. How silly. <laughs> I never would have done that before. But I can because you just keep practicing and you keep going and you keep pushing. And then you get a random message that, you know, your podcast helped somebody or they heard this message later and it was exactly what they needed. And so when I don't feel like getting up, I'm going to get up. When I don't feel like speaking because I feel like, oh, God, you speak all day, every day. I'm still going to speak because you just don't know who you've got to touch, who you've got to help, who is going to help you. And this is why we're all a part of something great, wherever that is, right? We're all a part of it. And I think that we've just got to start seeing ourselves as a part of it. And it's something that we're a part of that expands every time we contribute. It expands. Every time we take an idea and run with it, it expands. It's not running out, people. It is abundant. And so when we start to get that in our mind, like, yo, I'm actually adding to the abundance of the universe as much as the abundance of the universe is adding to me. Do you know how beautiful that is? 
I fill in and count myself in. And I hope that all of you continue to count yourself into that abundance because it's there for all of us. And the more that we take and the more that we give, guess what, guys, is the more that it grows. So when we're worried for our young people and what the world is becoming, let's stop it. Let's stop it. Let's build things that they can step into. Let's not be fooled by this media and all of this stuff that are making us think that every minute black people are going missing at a rate, they're being kidnapped or our children are happening to this or these people are picking up these kids. Come on, guys. Let's recognize that if we continue to build and see and think that we are lacking, we will lack. Some people don't have certain conversations. You want to know why? Because they know there is no lack. They know there is no lack. So their focus isn't there. Others of us are willing to have conversations about lack and about being dead last and about not having it, not being fair and this and that, because that's what we're choosing to see. And I'm just saying, let's not water those seeds anymore. Let's water the seeds that I couldn't see the flipping grass seeds when I put them down. They're so tiny. I don't know if you've seen grass seeds. I don't even know what they look like. I couldn't see them. And so every time I saw more green and then I was like, yo, this is amazing. This is magic. <laughs> it's the same thing with your dreams. It's the same thing with your heart. It's the same thing with the things that have been placed in you. You don't have to see the whole picture just go with that heart and head alignment and do something because there is a pie out here that keeps expanding when we do something and it keeps expanding when we give and take from it so keep literally feeding that pie taking from that pie giving to that pie and mostly knowing that you're a part of that pie and we've all got a part to play Thank y'all so much for the conversation. Thank you for chopping in, Bev, Mum, Cece. Feel free, the rest of y'all to come up here. I know I can talk a lot, but it's just better when we talk together. <laughs> Claudine will be back at six this evening and I will be back tomorrow at six and then Thursday morning at 7.30 a.m. And again, you can catch up on all of the episodes on A Cup of Tea, on Spotify, on um, iPhone podcasts. It's on quite a few platforms. If you just type in A Cup of Tea, all of the other episodes will come up if you've missed anything. And I'm also challenging everybody. Um, I done a 21 days of self-love journey on my podcast last year in 2020. It's still up there. I got a testimony last week of somebody that took that journey and literally how much has shifted in their life. So you just listen to it one a day for 21 days and I ask you some questions. I share some of my own truths and you just answer the questions daily. And it's an experience that I invite you all to take and challenge yourself to do and just watch what happens as a result of doing it and as a result of having that vulnerability with yourself. So if you wanna take that journey, it is literally on there. And if you do, let me know how you find it and how it's going. And if not, it's Turn Up Tuesday. That means you need to turn the vibes all the way up and have a great, incredible day and continue to be powerful and purposeful and intentional in all that you are and all that you do. Bless Tuesday, Queens. Have an awesome day. And thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome.
guys. Have an awesome day.